Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey everyone, I'm Liz. I'm here with Pastor Bob and Pastor David That's on right. my right. I'm not going to get you guys mixed up like I did last time. <laughs> you do you're mix so us similar. Up. I know. I know. It's so amazing. It's yeah. so easy. You guys are yeah. like twins. It's just so easy to get you guys it's... mixed up. You know, it's okay to make mistakes. I want you to feel at home. Oh, thank you. I, I want to welcome you home. I feel we really want, at home. We yeah. want you to yeah. feel Place. our hospitality. Yes. Like I'm in a hospital. That's how Hospice. I feel. <laughs> The question is, are you on life? Are you on life support? That's that's the danger of hospitality. You could let crazy people into your house. That's true. You know, you never know. Well, we are talking about (laughs) hospitality. What's wrong with today? Well, that's the norm in in my house. It's okay. It's all good. Normal crazy. It's all good. (laughs) All right, we're gonna talk talk about. A little bit odd today. These it's people okay. listening have to get it. serious because it's them causing us not to focus correctly. Oh, it's oh. their fault. Okay. Oh yeah. Don't okay. you feel it? Shame on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shame. Okay. Shame. Okay. Here we go. Shame, Shame is goodness good gracious. <laughs> All right. Hospitality. Mm. Very spiritual subject. It yeah. is Martha. <laughs> Luke 10. Wow. I'll give a Bible verse. Martha is hospitable. There we go. Now it's a legal, a legal podcast. Okay, there we go. We got the scripture. Yeah. You got the scripture out of the way. Pastor Bob. Pastor Bob. Remember, yeah. oh, no. remember your other, title? I'm going to bring that other thing yes, in. Yes, Pastor Bob. Mm. Can you tell us what hospitality is? What What is that all about? From my point of view, or you know, God's or whatever, whatever <laughs> I, point of view you want to bring I, in today, I, I yeah, think just some random me, opinion, just a random opinion <laughs> that I look. Let me Google it. I'll be right back. <laughs> but I believe that hospitality, for me, when I experience hospitality, I feel very much. And I know David was goofing with it, but I feel very much at home in a place. Mm-hmm. When I don't experience hospitality, then I don't feel welcome. Mm-hmm. It's really just that simple. And, uh, uh, you know, so I guess we can end the podcast here. Well. No. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe we can no. try the question again. What no. is hospitality? What is it? Oh, you mean the actual <laughs> action of hospitality? Not what yeah, it makes like me, what, what, what not what it makes me feel like. Uh, yeah. It, I know oh. it makes us feel, it has an effect. It has an oh, effect. Oh, very good. How would yeah. you, if someone were to ask you that question, like I just did, how I would be- you answer it? I believe that it's someone... Um, in a very interesting way, serving you. Mm. Yeah, I believe that's what hospitality actually is. And uh, I think if you uh, are okay with serving people, then uh, they will actually see the manifestation of hospitality. Mm. It's not just something we talk about. It's not some theological concept. It's actual um, experiential. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes in the form of serving. What do you think, Liz? What do I think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, you got to ask your own question. Is I that know. It? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Hospitality, I believe, is uh, is someone using their resources, like you said, to serve someone else mm-hmm. and to prepare a place for them to be safe, to be whole, to, be, to have their needs met, mm-hmm. to be ministered to. Yeah. I think that there's there's different ways that it manifests, but I think that it is about you taking something that you have and intentionally um, providing it for somebody else and welcoming them welcoming them into a space that could be a physical space or even a 
an atmosphere that you create sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where people feel welcome and invited and wanted and yeah. they are able to then um, receive some ministry for their soul or for their life. Mm-hmm. It's interesting yeah, you use that word ministry because hospitality is actually a ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's a tremendous ministry, actually, and I think it's overlooked, or you know, or you know, it's not as important as the pastoral right. ministry. Right. But I believe that if a pastor is not does not have hospitality, then they probably can't really be a very good pastor. Right. Well, I mean, scripturally, you know? that's one of the requirements, actually, mm-hmm. of a, an, yeah. an elder in the church, right? right? Is that's that right. they are mm-hmm. given to hospitality? Yeah, that's right. Um, how would you mm-hmm. describe hospitality? I'd say it's a pursuit. Because in um, in Romans twelve it says seek to show hospitality, mm-hmm. and it's something that you have to seek. It's like I mean I guess there's some people that have such a magnetic gift that people just drop by their house, but I think those people have cultivated that. You know, yeah. they over a long period of time they've said, "Hey, my door is always open. Come by. Like my house isn't going to be maybe the cleanest, but you're always welcome here." And mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've planned ahead. Like a lot of times, you need to plan ahead. You need the resources. It's actually married to the phrase, um, contribute to the needs of the saints mm-hmm. and right. seek right. to show hospitality. So I say amen to what, what you were mentioning, that it's it's using your resources that God's given you uh, to contribute, you know, and, to, and you have to pursue that. Like, it's not just going to happen out of the blue. And there's a lot of Christians, you know, myself included at times, that mm-hmm. we want to be welcomed. We want to we wanna belong somewhere, but we don't seek to give that to someone else. Mm-hmm. We don't seek to make the place. Or we think that it should be reciprocal. Like I did it this week. How come it's not happening for me this week? I'm not. I'm not getting it back. Yeah. But it says that the command is for us to continually. It's in that tense in Greek is continually seek mm-hmm. to show hospitality and not grow weary in doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of people actually burn out in in giving of themselves and letting people into their life and, and into their home. And because when you let someone in, in your home or or even um, in, into your confidence you're you're letting them into your life mm-hmm. and people get burned out at that and it's it takes a lot of resilience to seek to show hospitality yeah. so that was what came to my mind it's it's actually a pursuit mm-hmm. in, in my view that mm-hmm. we need to take up yeah. as christians that's good yeah it's something it is something that's very intentionally done and um it does it it will require you to give of yourself either way if it's inviting people mm-hmm. into your home or being hospitable in the workplace or wherever that is, it does require you to give of yourself and to invite people in mm-hmm. to, to who you are actually yeah. into what you have and, um, into that, um, you know, intimate place in some, in some ways, you know, rather than just like, Hey, like you can have someone come over to your house and then you just open the door and they have to stand outside. Yeah. You know, and you could talk to them there, but that's like <laughs> feel really good there. Huh? Yeah. You could and have all that, that plastic our... on your couches. <laughs> feel like a right. shoe salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and we can do that actually just in our lives. It's like, well, I yeah. talked to this person, but you didn't actually bring them in. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. there's a there's a spirit of hospitality. Right. Um, and there are also like practical applications of it, but there's a heart of I want to bring, I want to invite people into my life and that requires me to make room for them. Mm-hmm. Sounds like what you're saying then is that hospitality is very much akin to fellowship. Yeah. I think like it it's facilitates fully connected yeah. mm-hmm. to what fellowship, obviously fellowship goes even be, you know, further or more. I don't know if it's further, but it's more than right. hospitality, but it's, uh, it opens the hospitality is like opening the door to true fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but it requires giving. 
just like fellowship requires giving. Yes. And so if you're um, in the mode of only receiving, it gets kind of rough because mm-hmm. you won't um, you won't really avail yourself to to give into hospitality to provide for needs that are there yeah. and to be uh, readily uh, able to do that willing to give mm-hmm. and that's a i think those are things um god uses those things to uh really develop in us um i think i would just say core uh value manifestations of god yeah. <laughs> because yes. his you know his life is always open to us he's so ready to give mm-hmm. and uh to welcome us into his house mm-hmm. into his place and um and provide for us yeah you know on so many levels right it's it's really good, actually, mm-hmm. hospitality. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad we're yeah. talking about this in Are some you? ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I want to ask you a question, okay. Pastor Liz. Okay. Why are we talking about hospitality today? Why are we talking about it? Yeah, and why? Why do we need to have this I discussion? I think it's a really um, valuable expression of God. And I think mm. it's something that anyone can do. That's, that's like, you don't have to have a gift of hospitality, right? you know, it's like, you just decide I'm going to share my life with people and I want them to know me and I want to be known by them. And I think it's just, I don't know. I just think it's really important. Um, and this, you know, heart was developed in me over a long time. I served in our hospitality ministry at the church mm-hmm. and what can seem very natural is actually extremely spiritual, mm-hmm. like extremely and I don't think, I think sometimes we put it in the category of like practical or, which it is, it's practical natural. also, but natural, oh, yeah. but it's, um, you experience, like you were saying, like the heart of God, the generosity of God, mm. the family of God, the willingness to, um, go above and beyond for the sake of someone else's, um, comfort and healing and refreshment. There's just something, um, I believe that people experience the heart of the father in that they experience Jesus mm-hmm. as their brother. They experience, yeah. um, you know, like the, <laughs> the life of God that flows and it, and it is done through very practical things, you know, inviting someone into your home, preparing a meal for them or serving them in a, you know, when visiting ministries come to your church, like making sure that they are taken care of and they have a place to sit and they're, you know, all of those things, but it's like, you're pouring out to them grace you're pouring out to them refreshing. And like I said, it's something we can all do. Well, it's interesting. Um, uh, one, a couple of things come to mind when you said that, that when you said we can all do it, I, uh, the first thing that came to my mind is like, it sounds like, like we should all do it, not just can. It's almost like God's command to us is Mm -hmm. to be, to be his hands extended. Mm -hmm. The other thing that came to mind when you were talking about like the cooking and all that, since I'm a wonderful cook, (laughs) um, and I'm able to make, Campbell's chicken noodle soup in the microwave for people when they come into my house. It's just a wonderful experience. But there are other things people can do to show hospitality, actually. Mm -hmm. Like uh, when I, uh, you know, when I see someone help someone, like they're broken down Mm -hmm. at their car or they need help at their house building something or they, those are all like to me very much forms of of, a form of -hmm. hospitality, the heart behind it is hospitality. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a uh, it's helping, it's, mm-hmm. uh, engaging, it's giving. And those things, I, I think, like I said, I think it's easy to hear a hospitality talk and everybody relegated to just 
cooking at your house and right. you know opening your home to be which it is yeah which right. it is that that's a really good way to you know obviously fellowship mm -hmm. happens around food and all that I'm all for that matter of fact at the end of this uh, podcast I think we should give your address out <laughs> and phone number people should call for because because this is a really out. good cook <laughs> she can do Greek I do love food. to host people it's really fun it, it, you do actually okay. you're kind of in your uh, sweet spot zone there when you do that yeah it's great i don't know i just like to yeah. i like to see see people enjoy themselves yeah. and have a nice time together you know yeah. it's like i, I like that i was actually um the first time i actually saw hospitality demonstrated was actually even before i came to jesus mm -hmm. and uh at home with mm -hmm. my mom mm -hmm. you know she's a little italian lady yeah and I could bring friends over any time, mm -hmm. any day, and have like a full feast. Yeah. <laughs> like it, the house was always open to them. There was always food, and mm -hmm. and they always felt welcome. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to like earn it. Uh, they were more. They were overwhelmingly welcomed. Actually, mm -hmm. and interesting enough, when I moved away from New York. Some of my friends kept in touch with my mom, and we're still friends with her. And that's when I realized they were actually her friends. Right. <laughs> that's pretty funny, and not that's mine. A great thing. It's yeah. like kind of interesting when you think about it. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure Philip and Dave have that in a situation. Your children, right? Yeah, we, we Their do. friends are just coming over. <laughs> yeah, and oh, I love Phil, it. Phil's not here. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I um yeah, but I you know we were talking about I think the hospitality there is like I said it's the it's not so much what you're doing because I've been to people's houses and they're like they're you know doing the stuff but I, you just don't feel like they actually want you <laughs> like mm -hmm. they actually <laughs> want you there or comfortable or like you're putting them out or something right you know it's like you know I remember once I was at someone's house and like oh I have this to drink or this to drink and I said oh yeah I'll have that that one and they go oh well I have to go get it from the pantry to give it to you and I'm like That's okay funny. sorry never mind I'll just, whatever you know it's like wow I don't <laughs> oh <laughs> sure sorry. oh sure take my last cookie yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I've done that to you once <laughs> Gosh, yeah but it's like there's a there's a heart behind it of like what I have is yours, yeah. you know, and that can, yeah. it can, yes, it should be done in your home because that is like, there's so many scriptural examples of that and mm -hmm. commands, especially in the new Testament to, to be that way. But I think there's also this, 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 um, spirit heart of hospitality that what I have is yours. And I think especially like in the church, we can really decide if we're going to be hospitable to people that are coming in, like you're welcome here, new mm -hmm. people that are coming. There's a, a hospitality, approach that we can have to mm -hmm. them of like we want you here you're welcome here everything we have is yours mm -hmm. or like the standoff like oh we'll see if they last you know like we'll see yeah. if they come back again yeah yeah i mean i was gonna say somewhat just that idea of like i want you here mm -hmm. and i want to take good care of you mm -hmm. and to me that's like that's the heart of god yeah mm -hmm. it's like i want you here i want to take good care of you mm -hmm. And how many people really say that to someone hmm. in our society? You know, like we, we give that out, but it's, it me it's so meaningful when somebody extends that to you. And when you are like, like new, like you mentioned, a new person coming to church or you're new somewhere, um, you're going to try to establish those things, but you, you're not the one with the keys. You're not the one that can open that up. It's the people that are there, mm -hmm. you know, and when there's people that come around our orbit, 
as Christians. Like, um, if it's out at our job, if we want to invite someone to Jesus. We want to invite someone to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the keys. Like they might be seeking the Lord, but we have to let them in. That's mm-hmm. why he says like, receive mm-hmm. a little child. Whoever receives a little child in my name receives me. That you have to open to others and be like, hey, we want you. And we actually are going to do something and make a sacrifice and make a plan and hollow out our schedule because we want to get to know you. And it's going to be difficult. We don't even know if we're going to like you. Right. <laughs> but we we care about you. We want to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And that should be the heart of Christ. It says in Romans 15, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you. Because mm-hmm. you are not very likable. At least I at least I wasn't, you know, for those of you listening. Like I'm, you know, you're but, still but Christ little, was you're like still a little challenged. No, it's like he's <laughs> like, hey, come on in here. Like I got I prepared a place for you. Like I loved how you said that. It's preparing a place for someone. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's in the Father's heart. You know, that was yeah. exactly yeah. what Jesus did for us. And, um, yeah, if we don't have that heart, we are just like Martha because Martha welcomed Jesus into the house, but then she didn't even sit with him. She didn't want to receive him. Right. She was trying to impress him or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and we like opening ourselves up to people is such a powerful thing. You know, um, that's something that I think we're starving for as human beings. Like, yeah, we're going to seek to show hospitality. We're going to give that. But I think every human being is starving and thinking like, who here wants me? Mm. who around me like wants me mm. yeah. <laughs> and that's a really vulnerable place that's like a, that's a little kid like what little kid he's like where's my home you mm. know that's like the kid in us is like who's gonna have me over like who's who wants me around and that's like almost the most basic human need mm. who's gonna pay attention to me who's gonna put a cup of watered down apple juice in my hand you know like i give my <laughs> my little daughter you know it's like who's, who's gonna do that who who gives a darn about me, right? We're on a Christian mm-hmm. podcast, but you know, like who cares, who cares mm-hmm. about me? Mm-hmm. And we have to answer that question like in ourselves of like, are we going to provide that for other people? We can't control if other people provide that for us, but you know, we can provide that for other people. So, well, I think one of the things that people have to fight is a, I would call it a poverty mindset or a selfish spirit mm-hmm. that keeps them from giving, mm-hmm. from from engaging people and actually um, providing for their lives, yeah. and so that it's you know. And by the way, that poverty mindset or stingy, selfish <laughs> spirit can be on a really rich person. The evil eye, yeah. <laughs> right? The evil eye. It can be on a, mm-hmm. a rich person as well as person that has limited means. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But if if what I have, I give. It's a whole different, it's a whole different uh, deal going on there. People feel mm-hmm. welcome, even at some place where uh, the person doesn't may not have much, right. but what they have, they are bringing to the table, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they're sharing yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, uh, it's interesting. Uh, can I do story time? <laughs> this is a good story time. <laughs> I was in Africa with Pastor Pat, and we were out at a uh, my daughter, who was a missionary there at the time and a nurse, we went out to a lady's house. Well, it was a shack with dirt floors and, you know, thatched roof. And we went out to her house um, and she wanted to thank my daughter and us for us sending my daughter to her Mm because she had AIDS and was dying and my daughter cared for her Mm -hmm. and her children. And so she wanted to thank us. So she prepared like food for us. Mm. Well, they don't have anything. I mean, we're talking about, you know, we're sitting in the dirt, 
that's being cooked out of one little pot, <laughs> you know. And they gave us some food, and it was really made from like the trees that were sitting there, you know, and things. And um, I remember her handing like it seemed like well what I would call like a nickel, but it wasn't a nickel there in you know Mozambique to one of the, her kids and had them go to a store, if you would call it a store, mm -hmm. uh, to f buy some uh, seasoning. I, I mean, that's all she had, mm -hmm. but she wanted it to be okay. That was hard enough, just hard enough on your soul where like, wow, someone's giving out of total need, mm -hmm. like they don't have, but they're totally giving. It went further than that. We're sitting there and I gave my part of my plate to one of the little kids who were there and by the way there were 30 little kids there playing with my daughter <laughs> you know and they um wow this gets emotional it's weird um the kid went to the other little kids now these kids don't eat regularly mm -hmm. you hear what i'm saying and they went to the other little kids and they shared that food even though i gave it to one child uh, who was close, they went and shared it with each kid. Everybody got a bite. Mm -hmm. And there must have been 25 or 30 of them. But I thought, wow. The, you know, to me, it's just like, you know, her hospitality, the the woman who was hosting us, the kids, how they had that in their soul for other people. I, it just, it changed me. Like I said, even to this day, it's very emotional to me when I think back to it because it's so, it was so profound what, what they knew in their souls. Mm -hmm. And by the way, she was a Christian woman, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so she had come to Jesus and uh, all that. And she was trying to raise her children that way too, in this mm -hmm. little dirt shack. And those kids never probably ever going to get outside of that area ever, mm -hmm. but yet still practicing hospitality in the absolute worst conditions you could possibly imagine. Yeah, And yet, there it was. It was a, it was manifested to me so so intensely that to this day I can. It's like if I close my eyes, I'm there. I remember it. I remember the the smells, and I remember the kids laughing and sharing, and and the kindness with mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry, that was the end of my story time. But mm -hmm. it's just so. Um, I think we can lose sight of what the heart of hospitality is, mm -hmm. what it really is, right. and what it. I think a lot of times people look at what it takes to do it and not realize you have what it takes to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It is really about <laughs> um, honoring the value of someone else. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't take a whole lot to do. Actually, it, it mm -hmm. takes um, attention and intentionality and love. Um, but it doesn't actually re require a whole lot else. It's, but it's like, here's someone that is, that is valuable. It's valuable to the Lord is valuable to me and my life. And they are worth spending time with. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. I th <laughs> that's what I think a lot of hospitality comes down to is, um, my time is well spent with other people. And hmm. I think a lot of times we get really busy, we get really busy with things, even good things, even ministry things. We get really busy and we forget that actually the primary reason we are here is for relationships. And we can so easily like sacrifice those things mm -hmm. for all the things that we need to get done. Yeah. yeah I love that story you shared because mm -hmm. it, like the honor the Lord has for her mama Paula. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you I remember, remember Don told that. me that story. Yeah. 
and I want to honor her because it's like those things that don't often get honored, um, you know, and it's not going to be publicized, but it's famous mm-hmm. in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's such a little thing. It's like the widow's mite, but it was yes. every, it's everything. That's yes. everything. Yeah. Are we going to give that when we're in that extreme poverty? I don't know. That takes immense faith um, for someone to do that. And those are the types of things that are going on all over the world and those, those little mm-hmm. acts. And um, there's reward in that because you're receiving Christ. Like you're receiving somebody and taking care of them. Um, whatever you're doing for the least of these, you're doing for Christ. Yes. And um, and that lady did that, and she's passed away now. You know. And, yes. And she's reaping an eternal reward. Yeah. For things like that, you know, and right. I just think the people that we think are the great saints may not necessarily be the yes. great saints. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just wanted to put that out there. Well, there's I'm incredible you, people. I'm glad out you brought there. up her name because I think yeah. it's important to honor her. Mm-hmm. And also, it's funny when you use the widow's might because. Mm-hmm. When it was happening in front of me, I felt like I was experiencing it. Yeah. Mm. Like it was happening, like I was seeing it manifested. It wasn't a Bible story yeah. any longer. It was reality. Mm. And that kind of thing, like I said, to this day, it has such an, a f- profound effect on my soul yeah. uh, that it yeah. changed the way I look. At, I, like I said, I, if I close my eyes, I can see her handing a little coin to her kid. Like it's like it's right there, tangible, right in front of me right now, mm-hmm. and it's he she's doing it um, out of and it's it's beyond faith. It's it's just out of it's out of hospitality. Mm-hmm. It's out of care. Yeah, yeah. What a an amazing uh, picture. <laughs> oh man, <Yeah. laughs> don't get me going on that. But when I think about it, it's just well, there's so many things about that, right? You know that. Uh, I'll do another Africa story. It has to do with one of the little kids there. One of the little, I'm sorry, I'm bothering everybody. Yeah, with but uh, yeah, one of the little kids, uh, Dawn took care of three little boys and she would take each, she would take them to the hospital every week, spend hours in the heat sitting there because they all had AIDS. They were born with it. They were little, little guys. And they so loved her and honored her that when her dad showed up, which I didn't earn anything, okay, <laughs> I remember we went to, I would call it church, <laughs> but it, you know, whatever church, it, don't think of church American, okay? Mm-hmm. Just think of church, it's different. We went to church, and it was great church. And all of a sudden, I, I mean, the kid didn't even speak English right now, but every, all of a sudden, he's alongside of me with a, a, a chair. Mm-hmm. He had somewhere found a chair, because there were no chairs that I could see in this church. As I said, don't think church, like <laughs> your regular church. You know, people like, Wondering about that's my seat. There was none. <laughs> right mm, yeah. somewhere, this kid had found a seat. Walked up to me, and he—I remember—he just bumped me. You know, real like. And I looked down. I, you know, I smiled. He goes, "For you," you know. And oh. I was like, wow. "Wow," you know, like, like I felt at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I Absolutely. felt like home. Wow, you know. And so it's hard to. It's awesome. It's you know, I I was gonna say it's hard to shake those things. I don't want to shake those. No, things. yeah, right. no way. Right. Yeah, because those things shape us. Yeah, amazing. When I was thinking Uh, about this topic, I was thinking how hospitality ministers to every part of the per, like the whole person. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it ministers to spirit, soul, and body, and that's like that's. I mean, that's what I'm like get picking up real strong from you in these stories. Like here they are; they're giving you food for your body or giving you a chair to sit down on, but it goes so much further you know it's like there's a spiritual component of it and there's definitely this like it hits your soul you know and it does it brings all kinds of stuff with it well i can recall that 
and I and I'm you know I've been in walking with Jesus a couple of years now, you know, <laughs> almost fifty, right. and there's I've heard a zillion messages. Mm-hmm. I don't recall them. Mm-hmm. I recall that. Yeah. Because that was an that was a manifestation of the message of God. Yeah, a living letter. <laughs> a living letter. It's like, oh, but these are our epistles, you know, read of all men. I'm like, whoa. Not only were they epistles, they brought me into their story. Yeah. That's what hospitality does. It That's brings awesome. you into the person's life. They yes. are opening their life to you right. and in they're, they're just opening the door wide and bringing you in. And like, I love what you said earlier, it's like going to the door and they make you stand outside while they talk to you, mm-hmm. you know? And you know what? I've been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if any, well. I mean, we're going to be honest, transparent. Right. Everyone's probably been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some kind people that haven't. But uh, we we all have for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's a lot of probably good reasons too. Mostly it's our time. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't have the time for this, right? You know, and then to make the time. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing that people really yes. face is like they don't want to bring people into their home mm. or into their life because they feel like it's not mm. um, acceptable. You know, their house is not acceptable. Their Life is not acceptable. They don't want to bring people in there. And that's a whole other side of this, mm-hmm. of this topic is like, have, mm. is your, are you prepared? Like, have you prepared, you know, and not perfect. Like things don't have to be perfect for you to welcome people in. It's like, you may not have like a designer home. But if it's like if it's warm and welcoming mm-hmm. and somewhat clean, people will be <laughs> good with coming in mm-hmm. and sharing yeah. life with you. Absolutely. And guess what? If you're in need and it's not like it's a mess, people will still come in and and share life with you. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think that this is an issue that um, prevents people from um, extending hospitality. Is there's a um, there's an internal issue that yeah. hasn't been resolved. And yeah, and some of it can be well grounded if you if you never steward your stuff, mm-hmm. you never clean your house, like you never have food in the fridge. It's going to be tough for you to have someone in at the spur of the moment or to make a plan to invite somebody. Mm-hmm. So like cultivating those stewardship elements actually promotes hospitality and it gives you more resources that that you can share. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think that I mean, just on the practical side, they have to you know, take care of that. But like you said, if you've taken care of that and, and you don't have much, I mean, Bob's story is a perfect illustration. Right. Give, right. give exactly what you have, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love what you said too, pastor Bob, about the time you take for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think hospitality can be like, Hey, I, I'm going to an appointment, but I'll be 10 minutes late because this person's sharing something important with me. I'm right. not just going to be like, oh, okay, I'll pray for you, brother. You know, right. I'll be like, Oh man. Okay. Tell me. And I just, <clears> you know, have to entrust that to the Lord. Like the, all our, all our times are in his hands. Mm-hmm. That's been a, a big challenge for me. Cause I like to be on time. You know, I'm very time yeah. oriented and I get stressed out when I feel like people is stealing my time away. And, you know, <laughs> I want to be, I want to be effective and I want to use my time, blah, blah, blah. But, um, all my time should be in the Lord's hands. Mm-hmm. I should yeah. have given that to the Lord a long time ago <laughs> when I got saved. My time shouldn't be my time. Mm-hmm. It should be for God and for other people. And when you do that, of course, he gives you a lot of blessings and you, you get time to enjoy life. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's a huge thing of being willing to spend a moment with someone and being willing to, like, hear someone. Um, if we're not doing, those are little things that show hospitality. Um, and, you know, even in evangelism, like following mm-hmm. up with somebody, like so you've shared the gospel with them, invite them, buy them a coffee, right. buy them lunch. 
do something like like create space so that they know um you know your your love and your friendship isn't contingent on their decision you know like you, you really right. want to be a part of their life right. like you actually want to know them and you're not just trying to notch a belt or you know or minister to them mm-hmm. like it could be the same in the church like are you just meeting a yeah. new person because you want them to be part of your small group you know because <laughs> you want them to serve right. in your ministry right. or whatever or do you actually have an interest in them right. as a human being mm-hmm. so i think we have to prepare for that i think yeah absolutely um that they <laughs> like getting together for you know ministry things or like church related things is mm-hmm. fine and good but I think there's an aspect of just sharing life where it's like you can enjoy things together and mm-hmm. you can hang out like that is so. And again, we're like, oh, spiritual, not spiritual, <laughs> natural, you know, supernatural. Yeah. It's like we like we dice it up. We, <laughs> yeah. we divide them up into like mm-hmm. earthly categories Ooh. and you split heavenly, the baby <laughs> heavenly categories. Ooh. Right. And it's like those times of being with people and like laughing together yes. and enjoying life together. Those are so important. Mm-hmm. Like we have to step beyond just like we attend church together to actually yeah, like seriously. we're family seriously. and we can just share like the joys and the, and the sorrows and just share like the goofy things and the jokes and like just little kids running around mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's crazy. And like, it is crazy. all the stuff because that's what family is. And we can keep our, church relationships in the church compartment, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's like, is that actually hospitality to me? means you have to take it beyond the church compartment into yeah, like amen. the life compartment. And I was like, <laughs> I talk about this in our school a lot. It's like, um, having compartments for everything in your life is, um, you live like this fractured life, mm-hmm. you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, God wants it to have integrity, which is like, I am who I am in the church, at my house, wherever mm-hmm. I am. Like, I don't live one way, shouldn't live one way in my home where I don't want people to come in and see it, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. they'll see this about me or they'll see that I do this or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. that has to end, the yeah. compartmentalization and mm-hmm. the inside life and the outside life. Yes. <laughs> well, I believe also uh, if hospitality comes out of you only out of your abundance, mm-hmm. it probably will never find its way out. I believe that, that. Well, I believe that um, you're even out of your if you have needs or oh. not a bunch of ab- abundance. And I'm speaking to someone today. I know by the spirit of God, like you don't look at your life like maybe even don't consider yourself a good steward. Like you have a bunch of stuff that you, um, mm. you know, that you have. A, oh, I have a you know, I'm, I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I can give to people. And God's saying, hey, you know. Um, what you do have, what little you do have, you're able to give if you're willing to give it. Yes. And sometimes uh, we use uh, our uh, an excuse <laughs> is what it is uh, be, for our unwillingness to give. Mm-hmm. And God's challenging you to you know go beyond beyond that, go beyond go beyond what you see as needs and not an abundance in your life. And give what what you have, but give it from your heart because that's what actually touches people. It's not, you know, if like you said, you can walk into someone's life, house, whatever. Like Liz was saying earlier, and you know, if you're the kind of person that goes, yeah, would you like this? Oh, okay, I'll have to go get it. It makes a person feel odd, or like, um, oh yeah, I have that, but. It's my last one, <laughs> you know. It's or, this is really costing me a lot. This is costing me a lot to give this to you. <laughs> Take your shoes off right now. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no hospitality there. 
there's, you know, and, and I liked what David said earlier is that, it, yes, there's stewardship involved. So you should steward your life. There should come, there are going to be things God will provide. But God's provided actual, the spirit of hospitality in mm -hmm. each and every one of his uh, sons and daughters already mm -hmm. to give of what you have. And I feel like the Holy Spirit speaking to you today that um, you've excluded yourself because you feel like you don't have something to give or mm -hmm. what you have is not good enough. And meanwhile, <laughs> people are coming into your life and what they really need is the real you. They yeah. need who you are, right. how you present your what you little you have to them. And that thing, just like the what I mentioned earlier about the story about that woman, pop, you know, Mama Paula, you you'll they'll walk away from your life out of your lack of abundance touched by the spirit of god mm -hmm. because they've experienced god through you because of your hospitality because of your caring because of your giving and that is that's something that's in every single one of us and you know what i'm going to just say it like this it's time to stop making excuses for this mm -hmm. it's stop it's time to stop covering that and just Step into it. Bring your, you got to have to cross that threshold sooner or later, um, you know, because at some point in time, you know, God's going to hold us accountable as people. He, this is the hard part about Christianity. We talk about a great thing like uh, hospitality, and it's, it sounds sweet and nice and people and, and nice and cushy. And meanwhile, you know, God requires it of us. This is not an optional thing. He requires each and every one of us to be willing to give of our lives into someone else's life. And I believe God's speaking to you today, if you're listening to this, that there's places you've hidden your life away from uh, the uh, requirement to give. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that for right there. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to say too, there are some of us where we love our private time. And it's like when we have time that's free, we don't want to have anyone over. Yeah, we want to just <laughs> have our time to do our things or do nothing if we want to. And yeah. that's a place where, you know, we have to get over ourselves and understand that our life is not our own and that we can spend our evenings watching TV or reading books or hanging out or gaming or whatever it is. But ultimately we are here on the earth for a reason. And that reason is to bring people into the family of God because mm -hmm. there's an eternity that's coming ahead of us. Yes. And so we have to take an eternal and I get it. It's difficult. It's mm -hmm. difficult. Sometimes like you're working, you got obligations and it's like, Oh, I got a free evening. I don't want to deal with anybody and I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you one of the most impressive things to me about Jesus is that he decided to let people into his life and to walk with them every single day mm -hmm. for his ministry. <laughs> it wasn't like you guys come back for class time and I'm is like we are walking together and he yes he went away with some of his quiet times with the Lord but he also invited them into that place. And when he went away and the crowds came after them with needs, he set himself aside and he met their needs. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. There's something like Jesus did a lot of miracles. To me, it's miraculous that he invited people into the closest places of his life every day. And he didn't have a home. And, and he didn't get mad at them and hate them. Well, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't resent them. He understood why he was here. Yeah. You know, and that superseded all of his um, personal I like what struggles. David said. He, he didn't have a home. <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, he, he was. He brought the them. Com- he, he was had no the place home. to lay his head. Completely into his yeah. life. He is yeah. the house. You know, that's miraculous mm. to me. Wow. So there's, uh, there's a lot of great things. When you are, the- when you are the temple, you don't need a house. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good tweet- tweetable. Well, I wanted to ask you guys, um, maybe if you could talk a little bit about what hospitality looks like in your lives, and then also. Maybe what are some ways people can grow into hospitality now that we've challenged them thoroughly? Wow, that's a good that's a good question. But uh, in my life, I have a really good example in my life all the time because I live with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. My wife, uh, she just provides for stuff for people for you know they can come over anytime, and she's like. It's there. It's ready. Our house is welcoming. She has stuff. She's, you know, if you come over for dinners or anything. And um, and I believe, um, I think some of the ways that we ask how it looks in our lives, yeah. I mean, obviously we all teach in our church. Um, but I believe that when we teach, uh, like I like to teach in my home, mm. you know, and I believe that I like to have my home open for people to come and actually spend time and make it their home and eat there and fellowship there and be there, be with, uh, you know, I like to share my friends with people, <laughs> you know, yeah. actually, yeah. I mean, that really, you know, so hospitality for me, it looks like, like I said, I, I have a really good example only because my wife, she's always been like that. Mm-hmm. And that was even when we had, you know, we had four kids living in that, our house and, and, uh, you know, we've opened our house over many, many, many years for people to live there at times and or just spend time there. And uh, and we still do that today. We host people that come and spend the weekend. And um, and um, it's weird. Uh, OK, this is the great thing about hospitality. You're giving but you fully get at the yeah. same time. Sure. Like I, I just, I, I don't want to like us to miss that part. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever uh, I've been hospitable, I've always received. Mm-hmm. It, it just always, I, I come away, you know, refreshed, healed, strengthened in the presence of God, I, you know? And so I think if we look at it as like just the giving and you know, the, you actually receive in yeah. the process, which is crazy. So I don't know if that answered your question yeah, completely. Yeah. What are some ways people could maybe start doing something or? Yeah. Um, well, I think some of the easy ways, of course, you know, is if you like, if you invite somebody out for something, now maybe you don't have money to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or maybe you can make something for them and just invite them over. Yeah. Like I really enjoy like, uh, you know, with, People I know when they come over, sometimes they come over just one person. It's not like a whole group. And we just sit and drink some coffee mm-hmm. and just uh, love on each other, yeah. just care for each other. And I think that that's easy. It's easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not that hard. Um, there are some things that I pe- I believe, like you said earlier, both of you alluded to it, and that is, you know, people find challenges there because like their house, they don't feel their house is worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you need to do something about that. You have to like either clean it a little, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just make it, um, welcoming for people. Mm-hmm. And if, but I believe there are people who use that as an excuse. They, 
maybe even an intentional excuse <laughs> where they intentionally don't ever like get their house clean or ready mm-hmm. to host someone. And so then they don't have to, you know, or, well, it's a good convenient excuse. They don't just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think, uh, did I answer your question? You did. Yeah. Uh, some way. Okay. Thank you. Move on to somebody now. smarter, please. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, it's an area of, of growth for me. Like I, I already mentioned trying to grow and like taking time for people moments, um, mm-hmm. bringing people out and, that's what I primarily do. I try to I try to have focused time with people and really like open myself up to them. Like whenever I minister, I always say it's a two way street. If somebody asks me how I'm doing that day and I'm I'm not doing well, like I'll actually tell them. Mm. Uh, you know, through like transparency, I think it, it opens my heart. Because um, you know, Paul said in First Thessalonians two that we're not sharing the gospel of God only, but our our own selves. Mm-hmm. And so I try to put that in ministry, like. I'm an open book, hopefully, you know, and I try to be that. Um, and in terms of, yeah, we have people over for, for meetings, for, for teachings. Like we, we like to use our home for that. And we have yeah. our youth group is at our house right now. We have mm-hmm. um, eight to 10 kids in our, our high school group and we have it at our house. Um, we have worship out on the deck, you know, we, we get all the neighbors saved from that. Cause, um, cause George is singing and he's, he's really, he's really gifted. No, I'm just kidding. That's but, great. um, no, we, we wanted to do that. And actually that was a great example of, of hospitality where it was like just bringing them into our house and saying this, this is my home. This is my chaos. These are my kids, but, but you're welcome in my home. I want, right. I want you here. You can come early if you want, like you can. Not too early, you know, because it's bath, it's bath night. <laughs> you, don't you, know? Want to wake you have to have up. some uh, some boundaries, you know, <laughs> set up. Um, you know, I, you know, our sh- our shirts have to be on before you come in the house, you know, because it's a church event, you know. So we have that going, um, but just I doing that, it. like it, it and having meals for them ready, and it just mm. it put down so many walls mm. and allowed them to open up about themselves a little bit more, and we saw a lot of growth from that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's something I'm always working on because, like Liz said, I like. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, all stuff's done. Eight o'clock, uh, YouTube time, you know, like right. <laughs> what a book time, whatever I'm going to mm-hmm. do that night. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't, I want to keep my life open, number one, to my wife, um, number two, to anybody else that, that the mm-hmm. Lord wants to come over. I don't want to just have, I don't want to love people from a safe distance. That's like what yeah. the Lord's been like just telling me over and over again is like, mm-hmm. you can't love people from a safe distance. Yeah. You can't. There, there has yeah. to be, connection and like you have to open up your schedule and your time and but so I, I feel like the Lord's trying to teach me a lot on that and I still have a lot to to grow well so. I I re, yeah. uh, remember actually it goes uh, with our uh, live-in discipleship program that Pastor David has run in the past I remember you bringing some of the students like to your house to have like popcorn and a movie house night mm-hmm. and even when your house was a little tiny, like six hundred square foot, foot yeah, <laughs> yeah, apartment, it, like just stuffed in there with all these people. people. Yeah, and a dog and, too, right? It, and a dog, right? It, it, it's <laughs> not the ideal thing, right? Well, some people would use that as an excuse not to, mm-hmm. right? But they just did it, and it always impressed me. I was like, yeah, the the people, the young people that came to that, they, you know, I mean, they had a good time together. They were, in fact, they grew yeah. uh, not just close by proximity, but because. They were together. And you yeah. put on Lord of the Rings for people and right right away. <laughs> you bond, you know? Absolutely. Hours That's all you need. That's all you need. Another Lord of the Rings. That's all you need. I knew we'd kind of movie. Didn't here. Bilbo invite Gandalf into his house at the beginning? He did. He did. 
<laughs> did he didn't invite Hobbit that little weird guy in his house, did he? <laughs> we should be like hobbits. They have so yeah. much hospitality. The yeah, the little hobbits. But he didn't invite that little yeah. weird guy in, did he? Yeah. No, and look what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> it is true, though. There are a lot of ways to be hospitable. You don't have to have the greatest house. You don't have to be an amazing cook. Right. There's ways to do it. Invite people over, get some pizzas, have yeah. them over, invite them yeah. over for a movie. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just invite people over for like a fire pit. Yeah. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. I don't have time to make dinner or whatever <laughs> for everyone, but it's like, come over and hang out. Yeah. And they do, and it's great, you know, and you get I fellowship time and togetherness. And But if they are a good cook, yeah, please call me at 2 right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you need somebody to minister to. <laughs> well, like we're just saying, Jesus was very hospitable and he did not have a house. He didn't know yes. how to cook though, apparently. He so He cooked him breakfast for all those fish in John 21. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? He's a good Be cook. like Jesus. That was the resurrection cook body fish. too. Imagine how good his cooking was. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. You sure that didn't come out of a can? <laughs> in a microwave? Campbell's canned fish. Chicken noodle fish soup. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this one up before we, we get will? too far off the rails here. I Can think, we go yeah. to your house and eat? Yeah, sure. No problem. Right, let's do Come this on right over. now. I'm ready. Got <laughs> some canned fish in the <laughs> in the pantry. Pop it open. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope that you guys actually take this and try to put yeah. it into action. It's easier than you think, and you'll stretch and you grow. But most importantly, you will get to know amazing people and you will be part of the ministry of God mm-hmm. to the whole person, body, soul, and spirit. And uh, God always does more than you think he's doing. And it's a great thing to be able to partner with him. Isn't that the truth? And there's giving and there's receiving. And you will not be empty after those encounters. You know what's strange about God? Sometimes, not that about him, but about <laughs> our walk with him, <laughs> is that sometimes you just have to start. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just have to go do it, not think, you know, if you're, if you're thinking like, okay, I have to have this, I have to put this in place, I have to get that ready. It's like, why don't you just do it today? Like, just go do that and see what God does. There you go. Go do it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.